This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. We all love our pets. There is no discussion on that point. We love to share our whole life with them. We share our house, our budget, our food, and even our bed with our furry friends. But is this sharing behavior necessary and prudent? Is it fine to establish some boundaries with our dogs and cats? In particular, is it healthy for us and for our pets to sleep with them? I am Guillermo Rico, veterinarian and animal expert. Welcome to Entre Animales by Pet Life Radio. I'll be right back after these messages to talk about how convenient it is to sleep with our pets. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Entre Animales with Guillermo Rico by Pet Life Radio. Sociologists have recognized that in many socio-cultural contexts, Sleep is not an individual, but rather a joint practice. It is often shared by intimate partners, siblings, parents, and their children, as well as by individuals and couples and their pets. Let me tell this clearly. If you sleep with your dog, you are not a weirdo. Please relax. According to the American Kennel Club, the 45% of American dog owners sleep actually with them in the same bed. In fact, around half of dog and cat owners report sharing a bed or bedroom with their pets. This is not a novelty for humanity. With certainty, it can be said that prehistoric humans slept with their dogs during the coldest nights. There are records from ancient Greece that confirm this particular trend of sharing sheets with pets. Within the numerous roles played by dogs in our society, one of it, of it is to warn people. It is well known, for example, that the Shih Tzu dog breed was specially developed to warm Chinese aristocrats' feet during the coldest nights. Similarly, King Henry VIII allowed his terrier Cora to sleep in the royal bed, just following the custom of his ancestors. However, interspecies co-sleeping 
has been trivialized in the literature relative to interpersonal or human co-sleeping, receiving little attention from an interdisciplinary psychological perspective. Sleeping with pets differs according to several factors, such as the type of pet. Cats and dogs are the most frequent bed visitors. The size of the pet. Most dogs allowed in the bed are smaller breeds. The number of children in the household, higher for those with no children. And guardian characteristics, such as gender, more common in females, and even ethnicity, higher in Anglo-Saxon than African-American communities. Sleep quality is one of various consequences of having pets in bedrooms. As you may know, I have two dogs, Kika and Wallace, a terrier and a German Shepherd. The first one loves to sleep by my wife's side of the bed, and my wife adores it as well. And the German Shepherd prefers to hurt my kids in their bedroom. Personally, since I have a light sleep, I find a little annoying sleeping with my dogs in the same bed and even in the same bedroom because they move. Maybe they jump to the floor during the night and they can make any tiny noise that awakes me. In the past, I had a bull mastiff that snored as a locomotive. And believe me, it was impossible to sleep in the same room with her. So, In my case, in terms of sleep quality, I thoroughly recommend to keep pets out of your bedrooms. Well, but since I don't have the absolute trust, I made the research and I found out that according to Australian scientists, those people who co-slept with pets take longer to fall asleep are more likely to wake up tired, and although they are not more likely to wake up due to a disturbance, those who did had a greater chance of being disturbed by dog barking or animals making noises. However, a study from the Central Queensland University that evaluated the consequences of sleeping with pets concluded that there were no significant differences found in total self-reported sleep length, or feelings of tiredness during the day. The continued practice of sleeping with pets suggests that there are maybe some benefits, such as social support and social interaction and increased feelings of personal security. In many westernized and industrialized nations, the majority of families encourage infants to sleep alone from any early age. Allowing animals in the private space of the bed or bedroom therefore indicates the status and value that is placed on many companion animals. Some authors have alluded to the untested assumption that letting a dog sleep on the bed is indicative of a positive pet attachment. But let me ask you the following. Have you ever tried to sleep with a cat? I also had that experience in the past. 
and while trying to fall asleep, I remembered that cats have nocturnal activity. I know plenty of people that love to sleep with their cats, but I also know a lot of cat owners complaining about high activity and demands of, of their cats at down. We'll continue with our really cool topic right after these messages from our sponsor. For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet, Dr. Julianne Corbin calls attention to the difficulties unique to the loss of a beloved pet and provides an interactive and compassionate guide to help you process your loss and work towards coming to a place of peace and healing. For those interested in journal therapy and looking for a professionally written and compassionate resource to help understand and reconcile the grief associated with the loss of your pet, this book is for you. And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We are back. Having pets can also represent a significant cause of disturbance for those who allow pets in the bed or bedroom. For instance, the Mayo Sleep Clinic in the U.S. surveyed 300 patients with an existing sleep disorder and found that 53% of pet guardians who allowed their pets to sleep in their beds were disturbed every night by the animal in some way. I am not the only one, my friends, but in the same study, it was found that the 20% of the owners described their pets as disruptive, whereas 41% perceived their pets as unobtrusive or even beneficial to sleep. There are some mismatches between human, dog, and cat core temperatures, as well as differences in sleep-wake cycles, as pets do not spend eight hours in a sleep state. For example, some scientists examined the sleep-wake cycles of dogs in various urban backyards and found that dogs had an average of 23 sleep-wake episodes or three sleep-wake cycles per hour, with active sleep followed immediately by spontaneous arousal. They found that dogs are also responsive to auditory stimuli regardless of whether the sleep state was quiet or active. Their responses to such stimuli often led to dogs being a nuisance to people in the neighborhood 
and potentially disrupting the sleep of guardians and non-guardians alike. Previous studies on human-animal relationships demonstrated that humans do not always dominate animals. Instead, humans are willing to subordinate their own sleep needs to those of their pets to make sure that the leader feel loved and protected. Can you imagine that? Sleeping with pets can also affect their behavior. It is well documented that dogs who are allowed to sleep in their guardians' beds or bedrooms at night may experience such behavioral problems as an increase in competitive aggression and separation-related problems. In addition, it is likely that dogs sleeping with or close to the guardian will develop an unbalanced attachment for that person and thus react adversely to separation. In my opinion, since we must maintain our hierarchy within the pack, sleeping with a dog or a cat sends a crossed message. In the society of wolves, the common ancestor of dogs, the one that sleeps in the highest point is the leader, the alpha, the big chief. So, don't ask why is your dog getting dominant since you are allowing to sleep in your bed. You know the answer. Pets sleeping in our beds can also be a source of conflict for couples, sometimes leading to problems with intimacy, particularly if the pet is unwelcome to one partner. If you are active sexually, I rather recommend to keep your pet out of your bedroom because no one wants to be hurt or frustrated. Within the various consequences of having pets in bedrooms, the health hazards must be taken also into account. There are various health hazards associated with pet ownership that are accentuated by allowing pets into the bedroom and bed. These include immunological uh, responses resulting in allergic disease, asthma, and or hypersensitivity, pneumonitis, bites and scratches from pets, causing tissue damage and inducing infections and infectious diseases associated with pets as well. The most susceptible include small children, pregnant women, and immunodeficient patients. However, overall health risks are relatively low, particularly if the animals are kept clean and routine veterinary care is maintained. Nevertheless, it is better to have a pet outside the bedroom when we are struggling with a disease or when we have a recovering patient at home. But during my research in a bunch of scientific literature, I find out that, according to Canadian scientists, pet dogs may play important roles in helping people with chronic pain achieve sleep onset and maintenance. They concluded that removing the dog to improved sleep could be counterproductive and led to additional sleep-related issues. As you may see, there are pros and cons related with sleeping with pets. The final decision must be evaluated individually because everybody's needs are different and the relationship that we established with our furry friends are complex 
and sometimes dynamic. Finally, me and my personal opinion. Since we live in a changing world, it is better to avoid letting our pets to sleep with us in our bed or even in our bedroom. Maybe you are a single person that lives happily with your pet now, but tomorrow you can get married or decide to join your life with an allergic person. Imagine how difficult will it be to ask your dog or your cat to keep off from your litter. This could be even a traumatic experience for your pet. Changing routines is not an easy task with a pet, believe me. But if from the beginning you decide to sleep without your furry one, you will save time and pain for sure. Of course, it is always a great idea to snuggle with your pets during a cold afternoon or when you need to recharge energy. But at the time of sleeping pleasantly, it is not always better to do it with our furry ones. Well, I am out of time, so I would like to thank Mark Winter, producer of Pet Life Radio, for making this show possible. Don't forget to buy my book Entre Animales in Amazon. Also, follow me on Twitter at G-R-I-C-O-V-E-T and on Instagram at G-R-I-C-O-H. I also invite you to read my blog entreanimales.shop. Until next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.